Hey, all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to When TV Was Great. Uh, Had another delay there, but I did start a new job, and... Oh my gosh, the training was just like intense for a whole month. Like, and I had different hours, so I didn't stay up late, and I was just tired the whole time. <laughs> so, um, I'm past it now. I'm back to podcasting. I missed you guys. Uh, and uh, I just want to wish everybody, hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Um, I literally just had to make another green bean casserole because my entire family ate all mine yesterday. I only got like one serving, and that's like my favorite green bean casserole so uh every uh let's see I'm trying to think if I've seen anything good eh, I haven't really been watching anything haven't listened to any podcasts uh just been kind of you know getting used to my job and uh my hours are back to normal now yay so um just getting ready for Christmas and getting ready to decorate for Christmas um so today I didn't know what I was going to work on today. I was like, well, I haven't watched Three's Company in a while. So I chose the episode called, um, it's from season seven. It's episode 11 called Breaking Up is Hard to Do. Um, this one's pretty funny. I, uh, I, I was between this one and another one, which I'll do another day, but I don't know. I hadn't seen this one in a while. I thought it was funny. I needed something kind of short, you know, to get me back into the swing of things. Um, the air date was... January 4th, 1983. Now, this is going to be fun because I don't usually do episodes from this long ago. So now we get to see what the top movies and music was in 1983. I'm excited for this. Okay, so for January of 1983, the top Billboard hits. Here we go. Number one, Down Under by Men at Work. Number two, The Girl Is Mine, Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. I love that song. Number three, Dirty Laundry, Don Henley. Love that song, too. Number four, Maneater, Daryl Hall, John Oates. Uh, This is one of the songs that if anybody would say, Hey, Alyssa, what do you think is the quintessential song from the 80s? Maneater. It's like so 80s to me. I don't know why. Number five, Sexual Healing, Marvin Gaye. Number six, Mickey, Tony Basil, or Basil, or however you say it. Um, come on, come on, Mouse. Uh, let's see. Number seven, Africa by Toto. Number eight, Baby Come to Me, Patty Austin, a duet with James Ingram. Number nine, Rock the Caspa, The Clash. And number 10, Heartbreaker, Dionne Warwick. I don't know that song. The movies are, are interesting. Uh <laughs> Of course, number one, the number one movie, I think it won an Oscar of 83, was Tootsie. Great movie. Uh, two, 48 Hours. I don't know what that one is. It has something to do. Does that have something to do with, with um, Lethal Weapon? I don't know. Uh, number three, The Verdict. Number four, The Dark Crystal. You know what? I am a huge Jim Henson fan, and I have never seen this movie or Labyrinth. Never seen any of those movies. Isn't that crazy? Number five, The Toy with... Um, uh, uh, what the heck is his name? Richard. Oh gosh, it'll come to me. Uh, number six, best friends. 
Number eight, E.T., because E.T. came out, I want to say, in October or November of, of uh, 1982, and it's still, obviously, like, way up there in the charts. Number eight, The House on Sorority Row. Don't know that one. Number nine, Peter Pan, <clears throat> the Disney ver- the Disney movie that from 1950. Well, it says it's 1982 re-release, so. Oh, okay, that came out in 1982. So Peter Pan, I think, came out in 1953? So it came back out again in 1982, in, in 82. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I probably went and saw that with my, that's my mom's favorite Disney movie. I'm pretty sure she probably took me to that. Number 10, Kiss Me Goodbye. Don't know what that one is. Richard Pryor. That's who I was thinking. I didn't even have to Google it, you guys. Woo. Okay. Um, a little note about Three's Company. Uh, I know it's a silly, silly show and kind of cheesy and kind of stupid at sometimes, but <laughs> it's a very, very show. It's, 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 it's very close to my heart because when I was little, my brother and I would watch it. We'd watch it during dinner time. It, it was on during dinner time, like at six o'clock on Fox. And, uh, so we, that, that was like in the mid eighties, you know, when it was still, it just turned, you know, it just gone off the air. And then, um, when I was in high school, I remember I had a TV in my room and I remember setting my TV to wake me up you know, as my alarm clock, and I would wake up to Three's Company. <laughs> it was just so funny, and, and I'd literally, like, just sleep through the whole episode, but I just, I just would, I, because I never watched it, I just heard it in the background, and I remember before Three's Company, or it might have been after Three's Company, was Little House on the Prairie. This is, like, on, I think on TBS back in mid-90s. Oh, my gosh. Lots of memories. Uh, when John Ritter died, I literally cried. It was so sad. It was because I had been watching his new show, uh, Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. It was a good show. He and it was getting really good ratings, and he was like on top of his game, you know, kind of like his comeback. So uh, I was pretty upset, and I was like, "How are they gonna, you know, how are they gonna address this on the show? You know, he just died. He died, or he he collapsed during a uh, during taping of the show, and." Um, you know, I was like, how are they going to, how are they going to, like, take care of this on the show? And they just said he, he went out, I guess he had a heart attack in the middle of the grocery store, which is almost true. He did have a, he had a, a torn aorta or some, some something with his aorta. Uh, and then they tried to make the show still go and they tried to keep, you know, keep it up with, like, adding new characters. I think they added, um, Ed Asner. He came on as, um. I think her name was Kate. She's uh, Peggy Bundy played her, the one who played Peggy Bundy, um, his wife, Kate. I think that was her name. Uh, and it just, and then they added David Spade, and I'm like, what are you doing, you know? So they did try to keep his the show going, you know, because that's how John probably would have wanted it. But um, it was a pretty, pretty big shocker. Uh, so every year, he died on the day that Johnny Cash died, the same day, same year. Uh, September 11th, 2003. Was it September 11th? Or September 10th, 2003? September 10th, I think. I should really know this. Well, you know what? Let's research this one because I want to know because uh, it's very important. But yeah, he was one of the first celebrity deaths that I remember being just gutted over. The other one was, um, well, Luke Perry. I cried all day about Luke Perry. September 11th, 2003. 
he either died on the same day as Johnny Cash or Johnny Cash died the day before him. Um, and I follow, I follow, uh, his John Ritter's son, Jason, and man, he looks so much like him. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. He has the same facial expressions. Uh, anyways, I just wanted to talk a little bit about John Ritter because I love the guy and he was a really good stand-up guy. Like I've heard from, you know, I've read a lot of interviews. They, everybody just loved him. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started with the episode. So Jana's working at the flower shop and Jack comes in, I guess, I guess they're going to go to lunch and, uh, Janice says, you know, Jack, Terry's been so down. She doesn't have a boyfriend. She's upset. You know, she's lonely. We should try to fix her up with somebody. And Jack's like, well, I try. <laughs> He's like, I tried to, but you guys chased me out of the bedroom. That was funny. Uh, so, you know, Janet's like, well, you know, we're just we got to look for a nice guy who, you know, charming and whatever, you know, all the qualities. And uh, then we meet Ray. And Ray is single. He tells everybody he's single. And he says, you know, you know, you could talk back. You can talk to your plans. Do you have any that talk back to you? thought that was really cute. And Janet and, and Jack are like, oh, possible suitor for Terry. So they try to stall him because Terry's on her way to have lunch with them. And then we get this scene. I really have to get going. Oh, so ah, what's wrong? What? Oh, I just got stung by a bee. You did? You got stung? Oh. I nipped my shot. I, get it. Oh. Oh, my oh God, killer bees! <laughs> <laughs> He's allergic, Jack. He's, He's a, what? Just thank God he has his adrenaline with him. Now, roll up his sleeves. Roll up his sleeve? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What for? So I can give him a shot. You mean with a needle? Oh, shit. <laughs> ooh, 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 Terry. Oh. Oh, no! Yes, you can look now, you big baby. You dab the blood. Oh. <laughs> there now. He should be coming around in just about a second. Terry. Huh? Isn't he cute? What? <laughs> of course, he's not at his best right now, but with his eyes open. <laughs> oh. My sh <laughs> Did you ever know anybody that was allergic to bees and literally had to carry their adrenaline shot everywhere they went? Oh my god, is it adrenaline? It's epi. It's called an epifephrine or something like that. We had a family friend in um, my hometown who was really allergic to bees, like bad, like it could kill him. So he had to take his EpiPen everywhere with him. And he was like little, like in elementary school. He had to take it everywhere with him. Um, I hate bees. I, I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. I had a very traumatic experience when I was five years old. And I have been afraid of them ever since. And I mean, I'm not kidding you. I am a grown woman and I will run like hell if there's a bee coming at me or around me. I will not. <laughs> and it's just, it's it's a very, very unnatural fear, I think. But um, I was like kind of wondering, how did a bee get in the flower shop? I mean, the door, maybe he came in when the door opened. I don't know. Anyways, um, <laughs> I like that Zeke, first of all, because Jack is like, killer bees, which is funny because, like, I remember killer bees when that, that first whole idea came around. It was, like, in the early 90s. There was a really scary movie on Fox about it. And uh, so I didn't I didn't know that they were around. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they were around back in the, in the 80s, but because I know they were only, like, in Africa, the African killer bees. Um, 
well that was funny and then and then when terry's get <laughs> when terry's giving uh ray his shot jack covers <laughs> ray's eyes <laughs> he's totally unconscious but he covers his eyes it's hilarious and then janet terry isn't he cute <laughs> well well he's not looking at his best right now oh my gosh anyways um they end up uh jack and and janet end up setting those two up on a date like she says uh hey terry you know why don't you take him to the hospital to get checked out because she's a nurse remember she's a nurse and uh and then you guys can go have dinner so um you know they're like okay we got her a guy they're going on a date let's see how it goes so Terry gets home from her lunch date and, you know, Jack and Janet are like pressing her on all the details and she's like, he just, he kind of just wants to be alone with me. He didn't want to go out anywhere, you know, in public. He just wanted to take me to a, like a remote area to have dinner or lunch. And, uh, and they're right there, you're like, oh, okay. He's, he's very romantic. And she's like, yeah, he, he doesn't want me to be around anybody else. And they're like, oh, the jealous type. I'm like, okay, these are already red flags. Be careful. <laughs> um, then, then, uh, you know, she says, well, we, you know, he's going to come here and have a snack, you know, and then we're going to go somewhere. And Jack's like, no, 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 I'll cook dinner for you guys. You know, he's all, he's very happy for her. It's cute. And, uh, then Mr. Furley comes over and asks Janet to a game of Scrabble. And I guess Janet uh, always turns him down. So she actually said, yep, I'd love to. And he's like surprised by that. Really cute. And uh, so Janet's going to be gone. Uh, Jack is going to be cooking. And Terry's going to be with Ray at the house. So this gets funny from here. Hi, Ray. Come on in. Terry will be out in just a second. Oh, uh, this is our landlord, Mr. Furley. Mr. Furley, Ray Martin. Well, Ray, welcome. Oh, you remember Jack from down at the shop? I didn't expect to see you. Oh, well, you see, um... Excuse me, uh, haven't our paths dissected before? <laughs> I don't think so. Really? I can swear I've seen you someplace before. Oh, hi, Ray. Well, hi, Terry. Well, I see that you've all met. Yes, we have. Here, I brought this wine. Oh, good, I'll just put that in the... <laughs> Oh, that's all right, Ray. Jack can have it, you see, because Jack is going to fix us the most wonderful meal. Yes? Yes. Aren't I lucky to have a roommate who can cook? <laughs> roommate? Uh-huh. He lives here? Oh, you don't have to worry about Jack. Didn't they tell you? He's... He's, 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 going, to be, uh, he's going to be really busy out in the kitchen tonight, so come on, Mr. Burley, let you and I get to that Scrabble game. Are you sure we haven't met? You know, I pride myself on my memory, Jay. That's Ray. <laughs> <laughs> so Ray obviously is not happy that Jack lives there. Like a lot of other, you know, boyfriends on the show. Uh, and of course, if you've had never seen Three's Company, the only way Jack is able to live with two girls is he has to pretend he's gay. That's just... Okay, so tell, tell the landlord he's gay. But um, that's just like the running joke on here ever since the episode one. So, so, so yeah, Ray, there's some red flags here, big time. So the next scene, we get Furley and Janet, they're playing their Scrabble game, and Furley keeps saying, I know, I know this guy from somewhere, you know, and you know, like that, that, that uh, feeling you get, you're like, okay, where do I know you from? You know, it's driving me nuts. I've literally gone up to strangers in public and been like, 
how do I know you? <laughs> Where do I know you from? I've done it before. Because it's like, I don't want to like leave until I know. Because it's going to drive me nuts, you know? Um, the worst is when you don't know the person's name. <laughs> That's the worst. Anyways, um, so Furley puts down his word, crime. And then it comes to him and he's like, oh my god. His eyes get all wide. And Janet's like, what's wrong? And she, and he's like, oh, that's how I know him from the police station. And Janet's like, oh, he's a cop? And Furley says, no, he's a murderer. Yeah, I guess he saw his, his wanted poster. Or I don't know. So Janet is like, excuse me? So then we get this next scene. Hey! My goodness, they've got his picture. What I tell you? And look what it says. He killed his girlfriend. And when he thought she was having an affair with another man, Ray Martin murdered her in a fit of jealous rage. And I believe it, too. Did you see the look on his face when he found out Jack was living up there? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, Mr. Furley, I gotta get up there and warn them. So Janet rushes upstairs, and she's, like, you know, looking for Jack and Terry. And Ray's up, on, he's sitting on the couch, and she's like, where's Jack and Terry? And he's like, they're in the kitchen. It's like, thank God. <laughs> she thought it had happened that fast. <laughs> So, uh, she's, she's like, well, I just came up here to ask Jack, you know, if, 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 what, what this word means from Scrabble. And she tells him the word and he's like, oh, I can help you with that. It means this and this and this. And she goes, yeah, well, since you're not so sure, I'm going to ask Jack. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's go ask Jack. And then she's like, no, 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 no. You're not going to go in this kitchen. So, uh, she has to find another way to, to warn them. And then, uh, Terry comes out and says, uh, okay, dinner's gonna be ready in a minute. And she puts the salad bowls out. And then she's like, well, Jack's just making the salad. It's almost ready. And Ray's like, salad? He's like, do you mind if I go in there and ask to, if he, if I can help him? <laughs> oh, God. Jack, yeah? I hope you haven't seasoned the salad. No, why? Well, you see, I'm a bit of a chef myself, and I brought along my own special seasoning. I thought Terry might like it. Uh, would you mind using it? Why not? Can't hurt. Be right back. delicious what is it oh it's uh creamy garlic terry's favorite she's gonna die when she tastes it <laughs> okay so a lot of that scene was physical but basically um janet <laughs> climbs up the ladder and looks in the kitchen window i don't know where the ladder came from but whatever she got a ladder that fast okay whatever it's a it's a sitcom so she climbs up the ladder and watches ray put something in the salad it's obviously a, his special seasoning but it's funny because he got like this sinister look on his face. <laughs> and uh, Janet's like, oh my God. And she's trying to get, Jack comes back in the kitchen. She's trying to get his attention. And she doesn't. And then she falls, of course. Like everybody on a ladder on sitcoms, they always fall, you know. <laughs> and I love how Jack says, ja Terry's going to die when she tastes it. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, here we go for the dinner. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so Terry and Ray are about to eat their salads, and Ray's like, Terry's like, I'm starving. And he goes, go ahead. I like to have my, my uh, salad with a main entree. And she's like, oh, okay, you know, I'm not thinking anything of it. Janet barges in and tries to intervene the situation. Every time Terry tries to take a bite of her salad, she <laughs> slams her hand down, <laughs> slams her fork down. And then uh, she finally gets Terry in the kitchen. I was trying to save your life. Terry, that guy out there wants to kill you. She's delirious. Janet, Janet. What? Now, when you fell off the ladder, where did you land? <laughs> I know what I'm saying. Ray Martin is a murderer. I read it down at Mr. Furley's in his detective magazine. Oh, that's impossible. No, no, it isn't. It isn't. And then I just now saw him put poison in the salad. Oh, no. Janet, that wasn't poison. That was a special seasoning. How do you know? He told me. What? Of course he did, dummy. What do you think he's going to do? Tell you he's putting poisoning on a salad? <laughs> Why would he do that? He's going to eat it himself. No, he isn't. He said that he wanted to wait. See, he said he wanted to wait. <laughs> all right, so if you're a Three's Company fan, you know that this show is all about misunderstandings, right? I mean, it's all about that. Every episode has some kind of misunderstanding. I think that's why I love it, love it so much. It might be silly and corny, but it's it's funny stuff. So, uh, <laughs> so Ray comes in and he's like, is everything okay in here? And they're just trying to, you know, stall him, I guess, so they can call the cops or I don't know what the hell they're going to, what, what's the plan here? They don't have a gun, you know, they don't have any weapons, you know, they're just don't, just don't eat the salad, right? <laughs> That's all you got to do. So then Mr. Furley comes up to the apartment and uh, Ray's in the living room and and he's like, where are the kids? He always calls them the kids. It's cute. And Ray's like, oh, I'm afraid Terry had a little accident. And then Furley, of course, assumes the worst. And he's trying to like, like, you know, confront him like, you know, <laughs> he gets he gets like in his uh, fighting, his fighting mode and he can't. <laughs> He can't turn him around because he's too he's too big. Hilarious. And, you know, Furley's just this little guy. Uh, so, of course, he thinks the worst. And then the three of them rush in and, like, what's going on here? So it's starting to look like uh, Ray's probably catching on to what they're doing. Terry, <laughs> can, I, can I get you another bowl of salad? No! I mean, uh, why don't we try some wine? <gasps> what a wonderful idea, yeah, Jack! Let's all try some wine, bring us closer together, you know? <laughs> I always feel that a good bottle of wine speaks to you, you know? Well, this one's saying, drink me, drink me. <laughs> okay, Mr. Grape, here you go. Mm. <laughs> what do you think? It's very good. Thank you. I made it myself. God, he's so great at physical comedy, isn't he? John Ritter. Oh my gosh. So Jack goes in the kitchen and he thinks he's dying. He does this whole dramatic thing. <laughs> oh God. And she's like, what does it taste like? And he goes, it's kind of sweet, a little fruity. He goes, she's like, not the wine, the poison. He's like, how do I know? I've never tasted poison before. Uh, anyways, uh, after he, you know, he thinks he's blacking out, Terry looks in on Ray and Ray's drinking the wine. 
so Jack's gonna be okay and he just like it's just so silly and then uh and then Ray comes in and then we get this scene Terry why don't you drop the act act what act (laughs) don't you think this has happened before when people found out about my past past what past (laughs) we didn't know you had a past (laughs) and i suppose you didn't know that i was convicted of murder oh that's sure but we never gave it a second thought (laughs) boys will be boys (laughs) hey sarah sarah you know You're afraid of me. Afraid? Oh, come on. Don't be ridiculous. Don't shoot! (laughs) It's the story of my trial. I carry it as a reminder. What I did was a terrible thing, but I paid the price. I served my sentence. With time off for good behavior. But I suppose I'm going to be condemned for the rest of my life. No, wait. Hold it. Oh, no, no, Ray, wait. Okay, I got a couple questions at this juncture. How did he murder his girlfriend, and how long did he go to jail for? Like, usually murder, you get, like, what, at least 15 years? Um, you Yeah, you would get time off for good behavior if it's your first offense, whatever, but... And how? How did he murder her? He strangled her? Like, that's like a crime of passion. You strangle somebody. I mean, I don't know. I don't care. I mean, I don't really care. But it's just really interesting. They don't never, they never go into that. They just say he was a murderer. There's a lot of ways he could murder this person. But, um, you know, it's, I guess it's kind of like, you know, like, I watch that, that stupid show Love After Lockup sometimes. And, like, you know, everybody's just thinks the worst of these people when they get out of prison. So, I mean, I can kind of understand, you know. I, mean, I can't understand. I've never been to prison. But, I mean, I can kind of understand where, you know, where Ray's coming from there. But, um, anyways, everything's all resolved. And we never see the guy again. And then as he's leaving, he tells Terry not to eat the salad. And Terry kind of looks, like, shocked again and... He, she tells Jack and Janet and they freak out. And then she's like, because there's a bug in the salad. Yeah, it's kind of lame. But you know what? I still love this show. It's funny. I love the misunderstandings. Like, my favorite one. Oh, my gosh. My favorite one is called. What is it called? One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest or Two Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And uh, they think that this guy, this doctor that Terry's dating is uh, like crazy like mentally crazy pretty funny so that'll be the next one i do but um anyways that's pretty much the episode it's very basic you know it takes place in one day basically um so i think my next uh podcast is gonna be with stefan and i think we haven't decided which one we're doing yet but um it's gonna be a christmas themed episode i've done a lot of christmas ones already I've, i've done golden girls simpsons Wonder Years. I've done a ton of Christmas episodes. Uh, but I haven't... There's a couple I still want to do. So, um... I think Stefan and I will be working on that soon. Um... I want to wish everybody again a happy belated Thanksgiving. <laughs> and, uh... You know, it's Black Friday today and I didn't even... I'm not even leaving the house. I... I did all my shopping 
I started my shopping in July when Prime Day happened, okay? So, a lot of my shopping was already done before the holiday. And I'm already, I mean, I don't need to get anything else. We're good, you know? So, I don't need to go out anywhere and with all the traffic and all the crowds. Nope, not gonna happen. I, I am very happy, though, that they closed all the stores yesterday. People that got to have enjoy their Thanksgiving all day, you know? Target, Walmart, all the big box stores. I'm really glad they did that. Uh, anyways, um, I think that's it. I'm, I'm trying to think if I've, I don't think I've seen any shows. I think we're good. So you can follow me on Facebook at when TV was great podcast. And, uh, I will be back very soon with Stefan, uh, for a surprise episode. We will let you know when we decide which one we're doing. Uh, until then, uh, have a good start of winter, which is Starting over here in my town, that's for sure. Uh, And I'll see you guys in December. Bye.